Welcome to The Skim, presented by Stellar. Your Wednesday's about to get a whole lot better. The Skim is our 30-minute celebrity gossip digest. From Hollywood to Hey You, social media to the small screen, Listen up every Wednesday and you'll never be scratching your head when the WhatsApp is lit with news again. I'm Denise Curtin and as always, I am joined by the magnificent Rebecca Keane. How are you? Hello. Oh my God. My crown is being put on every week. I get a brilliant new compliment from Denise Curtin. (laughs) Do you know what happened is that it began and then I had to stick with it. So now I have no choice but to stand. I'm only thrilled to give you a compliment every week. You know that for sure. This is, um, this is the audio equivalent of throwing out the red carpet. Yeah, it, it really, really is. Uh, how are you? I'm good. Um, oh, the weather is like gone a bit shit, isn't it? I feel like yeah. I'm uh, like peak small talk. Um, peak small talk at a wedding, like talking about the weather every week. But like it genuinely does affect my mood so much. Um, so yeah, not not entirely happy with this like overcast shit. Yeah, especially I feel like when we were in Ireland for the whole summer, if we don't have blue skies every day, the serotonin does drop to a very, very dark place. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, looking out at the grey skies, not about them. But you know what's making me happier? I just saw the cover for uh, British GQ and Santan Dave, you know, the rapper from the UK oh, no. is on it. And oh my God, he looks so, so, so incredible. I'm like, maybe stellar isn't where I should be. I think I should swap to British GQ and apply for a job there styling the handsome people that are on the cover because my God, I'm feeling quite hot under the collar, the collar, the collar right now looking at these pictures. I'm just like, no, Dave, hello. Is it him with a dog? There's a selection of them. I think he's got, I think it's just him on the cover and he's got like a grill, you know, those like uh, diamond teeth. And then in another picture, he's got his torso out. And then in another one, he's just in this like red jacket looking incredible. And I'm I'm honestly weak at the knees looking at them. There's another one he's like sitting in like daisies with black pants on and this little kind of black gilet. And oh my God, I just, I cannot, I cannot with these pictures. They're making oh, they're me feel so a lot summery. of ways. They're gorgeous. They're summery. They're gorgeous. He is just incredibly sexy I'm finding it very hard to um to function right now you know and I just I literally just clicked into them before we started recording and I was like no I need at least an hour by myself if uh, if uh, Denise's headphones go out it's because there's drool there's just like drool <laughs> tripping on the headphones I'll need a, a deep moment of silence um <laughs> but did you get up to anything in the past week um no I actually had a pretty a pretty quiet a pretty quiet week um I feel like I am overdoing it a bit on online shopping and the spending so I'm kind of like I need to curtail it um a bit did you have a little another little staycation a little city break what how was your weekend yes I went to Belfast now I swear Ooh. these are coming to an end I look like Moneybags McGee here going on a trip every <laughs> weekend but they they are coming to an end what just happened was when the restrictions lifted um last month it was a case of us just booking everything like crazy. We didn't think about the fact that these were falling one after another, after another, <laughs> after another. And yes, yeah, so and now they're nearly all over. Thanks be to the Lord, because I'm running out of cash and fast. But yeah, we went to Belfast. Um, it was so lovely. Really, really nice. We got to eat indoors, which just felt very uh, exotic. Yeah, there was DJs as well. I think their live music only came back earlier this week, but they were allowed to have DJs and things like that in the bars, which was 
really, really nice too, because it just felt more like, I don't know, a club scene, even though you're still sitting in your seat, it just, it, it had more <laughs> kind of of a, of a kind of boomy vibe, which was lovely. Um, so yeah, that was great. We spent, as I was saying, a lot of money, had loads of cocktails. I was drinking cocktails like they were going out of fashion and yeah, lots and lots and lots of good food. So this week now I'm trying to put the head down. You're on the carrot sticks this week. The carrot sticks this week, carrot sticks, peas, bro- uh, steamed broccoli only. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's kind of like balls to the wall this week too, because it's press week for the magazine also. Yes, I'm so excited to get this. Um, the Friends issue is going to be out in a week or two. Oh my God, I'm so bad with dates. Literally, my brain is gone to sweet corn this week. Yeah, I think it's um, Thursday week usually. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, super excited for that to come out. Loads of great features again. And our boss issue is still on sale with the lovely Kaylee Cashel on the front, if you want to pick that up after listening. Um, that's another brilliant issue. Every issue is brilliant. Yeah, I definitely get such excitement when the issue goes on sale. I literally spring out of bed that day because seeing it on the <laughs> shelves, it just brings me just such excitement. I love seeing people pick it up. Actually, when I was going down to Cork there about a week and a half ago, I saw a girl reading it on the train. Aww. Shout out to that girl. She didn't see me, but if she looked up and I'm like smiling with my eyes, like over my mask, looking at her being like, isn't that lovely I wonder what article you're reading I want to know everything what are your thoughts I almost forget that like outside my friends and family people read it so if I see strangers walking down the street I'm like oh wow like you haven't been contractually obliged to pick that up and you actually yeah you actually seem to be enjoying it I'm like stoned I'm like oh wow actually the like real people buy and read this magazine outside like my three friends yeah, no, completely. And I think it's the same thing when like all of us are writing for the magazine. A lot of the time we kind of no filter write. It's almost like we're, mm. you know, like writing into a diary. We just kind of say whatever we're thinking or we really deeply <laughs> express our emotions and things like that. Like things we probably wouldn't even do to our friends. And then yeah. when I see it on the shelves, I'm like, oh my God, I forgot that people read this after I type it on a page um so yeah it's mad but it's exciting and the new issue is going to be stunning so we cannot wait for people to pick it up now I suppose it's time to move on to our hard sell of the week mm-hmm. um so my hard sell this week is the gorge Gwen Stefani has married Blake Shelton bit of, a bit of a random couple when they first got together because he's a country singer you know like Gwen Stefani was like the it girl of the 90s you know like she yeah. was rocking all the outfits people are always like posting throwbacks to her you know pink pink tips on her hair and stuff so yeah she um had her heart broken by Gavin Rosdale she had three boys with him but um that was like a very public heartbreak but in 2015 her and Blake met while they were working as judges on the US Voice and they were pretty much joined at the hip ever since and they only got engaged last year so they finally got married um at his ranch in Oklahoma and apparently he built a chapel in his house for them to get married talk about bougie if okay that is very bougie that's like he's after setting himself up now for life that he's going to be the one that hangs the shelves makes the tv stand floors the kitchen you know he's really set himself up now for a life of kind of like being the handyman because of the fact that he's after building them where they're going to get married like that's madness yeah like I guess if you have a ranch I feel like different vibes follow different places or tribes people. like if <laughs> it, you know for most of the real housewives who live in like you know LA or New York and stuff you would never see them even touching 
the corner of their room like doing handiwork or anything like that I feel like if you live on a ranch or you have a ranch it kind of comes hand in hand that like you have to pick things up or you have to fix things and build things all the time um, but yeah they got married at his ranch in Oklahoma and Gwen wore this stunning dress I remember her yeah. wedding to Gavin Rosdale it kind of had like a it was like a big white flowy dress but it had like pink kind of ombre at the bottom so she made okay. a point to wear a very different dress this time and it was like a short a short kind of corset dress but like still quite a big tulle skirt and these white stiletto cowboy boots from Lucilla, they are like amazing. I don't know how she how she walks like more than five meters in them. It's definitely five or six inch heels. But um yeah, it's stunning. Yeah, she looked incredible. Gwen and Blake are like two that would never be on my radar. Like you could have told me that they were celebrating their like five year marriage, you know, or something like their marriage yeah. anniversary or something. They're just two people that are not on my radar. But at the same time, I kind of love it because they're really just doing themselves and when I saw the the wedding snaps I I loved her dress loved the boots I thought she looked really uh kind of Madonna material girls vibe mm-hmm. but with a kind of like cowboy twist I thought um yeah I thought it looked really really cool really really cool yeah she's like ageless like I don't know how she has kept her shit together so well over the years but like she looks amazing but like he like she's so you know like pop queen and you know, she always had the latest styles and stuff. And then he's just so, like, boot-cut jeans and kind of, you know, like, the Matt LeBlanc yeah. theme, like, of your Irish uncle. That's very, like, Blake's vibe, like, since forever. So yeah. So <laughs> it, it's amazing how opposites attract, or I don't know what they have in common, like, because she is, you know, has always been releasing, like, pop, upbeat music. And then he's, like, this country, country hunk. It's definitely a pairing that would have never matched. But, listen, they're together five years now, so long may it continue. He's a real like Wrangler jean and like Clark's suit shoe, isn't he? <laughs> like if you had to, and then maybe like a Ben Sherman shirt. Like, oh, but not Ben Sherman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just him. You know, I feel like that's his fit day in, day out. Whereas she could rock up in anything and everyone would be like, wow, like how did she mix together and collaborate all these styles? She just, oh, she's incredible. Yeah, my heart cell is about another match made in heaven. Uh, Yeah, we really just need to talk about Pete Davidson real quick because, I mean, what (laughs) is going on here? I personally feel very sexually attracted to him simply because I'm in awe of how he can pull the sexiest women alive. It's mind-boggling. I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve these women. I'm just saying, how the hell is he doing it? Like, it's just one after the other after the other. There's just no, there's no rest. There's no sleep. (laughs) Was Kate Beckinsale the latest ex before Phoebe Denever or has there been another? Yeah, was there this... was Kate Beckinsale was kind of the last like public one. Yeah. There was talks that he was with Kaya Gerber, as we all know, as the daughter of Cindy Ooh. Bloody Crawford oh uh, for a couple of months. Then he was engaged to Ariana Grande. Like, I mean, this man. But um, in case you've been living under like a severe rock or on a social media detox, just to fill you up, um, Pete Davidson is now dating Phoebe Denever, who is the star of Bridgerton. They went official at Wimbledon over the weekend and they were seen kissing and totally loved up. And apparently the pair have been doing long distance uh, for quite a couple of months now. Uh, First meeting at an SNL after party when uh, Bridgerton's Reggie John Page was making a hosting debut. Kind of, you know, those like one time cameo hosting shows. He was doing one of them and... 
that's when the pair met and yeah, have apparently been going between the UK and the US, which seems like a little bit of a recipe for disaster. But who knows? Yeah, um, now, like I can't see um, Pete Davidson moving in with uh, Phoebe and Sally Webster anytime soon. <laughs> Sally but, like, Webster. I was just about to say the Phoebe Denever's <laughs> mom. I think she's actually Sally. I think she's called Sally in real life as well. She Sally is, Denever. yeah. Her yeah. character in Carnation Street is very like, you know, protective, protective mother lion, like would do anything for her cubs. So I just can't imagine like Pete rocking up. Doesn't he have like crazy, ta- he literally has like the Tipex logo tattooed on him. Like he has the dumbest array of tattoos and he, obviously, you know, he's a comedian, so he's not going to take life too seriously anyway. But I feel like I would love if Sally Denever was in her Sally Webster character and just going through. Oh, Pete Davison because it's just it's so I feel like with Pete it's nearly like the Ron Weasley effect like yeah. you know he, he's he's obviously wickedly funny and very unsuspecting and so many of us watching Harry Potter were like oh I don't know how I really feel about Ron like he's so he's so clumsy and silly and like funny but then as the films went on you were like oh no he actually is kind of hot like he kind of and then all yeah. of a sudden all of a sudden like there's Bebo skins and it was like I'd be sleazy for Ron Weasley <laughs> 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 oh my god completely it is the Ron Weasley effect it's it's how I feel as well about Louis Thoreau when I watch his documentaries I'm like mm. oh my god not attractive to the eye but wow how I'm so obsessed with you Ned, the more I watch you and I won't lie recently I watched Pete Davidson in Big Time Adolescence is an absolutely great film if you haven't seen it and I felt so attracted to him and just the way that he carries himself the thick Staten Island accent mm. he's just goofy adorable but like very he comes across very like loving I was going to say tender and I was like that is an odd word to choose um so yeah he's he's now with Phoebe Denever and I just I just want to see way more content of the two of these together um I just I just feel like they're uh I feel like they're a good match um Mm. but then again I feel like Pete Davidson's a heartbreaker uh so so yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see more. Yeah, I'm very here for like the rise of kind of the sensitive, the sensitive guy. Because I remember even the time he was at Ariana, he was on was a Jimmy Fallon or one of the talk shows, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I just really love her. Like absolutely love her. Like he just so open and you know, yeah. it's just nice to see guys embracing the. They're not so macho and they're not so like gruff and stuff anymore. Yeah, Irish guys could definitely take a page out of their books, you know, when they're like, oh my God, so how long have you been with your wife? Oh yeah, five years. She's grand, like, she'll she'll do. It's like, wow, romance, huh? Or like uh, even calling her by her name rather than herself or the missus. Yeah. <laughs> that would be Bird. a big step. Moving on, rots and hots. Um, so my rut this week is comedian Ashing B and also one of my personal comedy heroes. She appeared on the BBC One show talking about the second series of her show This Way Up. Did you see the first series? I haven't, no, but I really, I really want to watch it. Very, very good. Um, her and Sharon Horrigan play sisters and um, they're kind of just, you know, cavorting around London and just, just really, just really, really funny, but also kind of deals with dark issues at the same time. Um, yeah. But yeah, she was on the BBC One show to promote the second series of that. And um, she's in like this pink jumpsuit, right? But there's a collar. It's nearly like a shirt, like a, a buttoned up shirt. But of course, after appearing on the show, uh, one newspaper 
came out with an article saying fans of the BBC programme couldn't take their eyes off Ashton B's gaping pink jumpsuit as she appeared on Thursday's show to promote her award-winning programme This Way Up. Like, it's there's not even, like, a crack of cleavage with this top. Like, gaping is such a... Is such, first of all, it's a horrible word, but it's also, it's horrible. Like, categorically untrue. But, of course, they're just making up a juicy headline so they get their click. But um, Ashton responded by posting a screenshot of the article to her her Instagram saying this article will which will forevermore remain online for future generations to look at as part of history was posted about five minutes after we came on off air we went looking for the giant reaction to my gaping open jumpsuit and lads it was based off one tweet uno tweeto YouTube can make the news from one tweet so yeah she kind of like clapped back but then she also did a really nice thing she um shouted out where she got the jumpsuit so she got it from a secondhand clothing shop and run by two Irish girls actually at Little Blue Door Vintage and she also gave a shout out to the place she got her earrings um, which is another vintage shop in vintage London in a vintage shop in East London so yeah she kind of drove business toward their their stores as opposed to you know eating the journalist or eating the newspaper live for the article so yeah just it's just disappointing that people are still, you know, those awful articles and it's like, Kerry Katona runs the shop in gravity-defying top or, like, um, yeah. knicker-like shorts and stuff. Um, I know, I, I actually hate them. And, you know, I won't name, like, publications, the Daily mm. Mail, but um, <laughs> you see you see the headlines being like, leaves little to the imagination oh, in awful, revealing yeah. dress. And it's like, that is such a horrible thing to say. You're basically saying that she's wearing two little clothes in and around mm. in a different way. Like yeah. you're sugarcoating it with, with a different sentence. And I've noticed that before, you know, when I've been reading articles and there's like, you know, there's a, a headline being like, fans are shocked or like fans are and there's a certain really dramatic word and you're mm. like geez is that the reaction you go on twitter and there's two two tweets like she said <laughs> uno tweeto about the situation and it's like wow so this this one person like debbie down the road when she tweets this thing is actually making national and international news yeah. off her off her off her random fleeting thought it's just baffling but those types of publications they seem to have a couple of female celebrities on rotation. It's always Holly Willoughby. It's always Katie Price. It's always, you know, Holly Willoughby wakes us up in the morning with her perky, her perky top or some shit. And it's like, oh my God, like she has, it's just, it's just natural that she has big boobs. She's not trying to hurt you. like No, and not at all. And you know, who's also like on those publications as well, like the tabloids especially, is Demi Rose. Have you seen her crop up constantly no like so Demi Rose goes to the beach like she'd be doing nothing in like you know the entertainment world of of note like she's not bringing out books clothing lines fashion or makeup or anything like that but she goes to the beach just with her friends and there's stories and stories about Demi Rose like flaunting her curves and all these kind of things at the beach Uh. and I'm like can you leave this girl alone I don't understand why you have to keep spinning stories off pap shots of her just Mm. like not even doing things of public interest. It's it's crazy. It's yeah, absolutely crazy. On the US side, do you remember the girl from Modern Family, Ariel Winter? She, yes. Yeah, she got a, a boob reduction at 16 or 18 or something like that. And it's like all the 
all the articles before she got the boob job was like eye pop she's in an eye popping outfit like she's this that the other but then also almost because she got a boob reduction at such a young age they were even more on her about what she wore and what she was doing and how much skin she was showing and stuff it's almost like she was supposed to be like grateful for getting a boob reduction and dress like a nun ever since like it just you you can't win like with or without whatever you're wearing I just don't like. Can you imagine us going to an event um, in Dublin and coming home that night to see stories being like leaves little to the imagination, or really got the pins out, or like nearly had a like error in their outfit? What are they mm. called again? Like dress error or whatever. You would absolutely be traumatized reading the story. Like I don't know how people deal with it like yeah. I would be like okay well that's it I'm never going to an event again I'm going to wear tracksuits for the rest of my entire life and keep my head down sunglasses on like I and just you know what not. you would look bomb in your tracksuits Denise yeah well thank you thank you but then it'd be like <laughs> Denise is giving up on life oh, yeah, spotted so in spare in her in her loungewear like oh, oh god there's there is no winning uh, <laughs> so what was that was your rot was it that was my rot um so on a more positive note um my hot of the week is selena gomez unretouched yeah bikini shoot yeah she looks absolutely stunning so she's done a collab with swimmer collection la mariette and their brand to celebrate women who love their bodies unconditionally so you know usually with shoots you would take your picture and, you know, this person might edit it, this person might hand of it, might have a hand in it and stuff like that. But um yeah, she took so many gorgeous photos. She's like all oiled up. And like one thing I will say, I'm not a fan of her blonde hair. It just it looks like her hair just looks very straw right now or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just looks so dry and I I don't know, absolutely stunning girl. I mean she could have like purple and green hair with yellow stripes and she would still look gorgeous but yeah the the pictures are lovely and you can see like her curves and her scars and um the brand that she did the collab with they stock sizes from extra small to extra extra large so I think it was important to Selena from the very beginning to do it with this kind of body positive brand um but yeah she she looks gorgeous yeah because even you know I know on her Instagram over over the years she's talked about like her own battle with trying to get like Mm. her scar on show in swimming togs and stuff and like you know turning specific angles to not leave it on show and stuff and she did say herself that it it, it took a long time to come to terms with like how she looked so Mm -hmm. it's incredible to see her in her absolute natural state posing in bikinis and just looking so incredibly sexy like she looks outrageously good um and you know what it would make you buy from that swimwear brand it really would uh over you know these highly edited retouched and chiseled abbed pictures because mm-hmm. i mean no bik- there's a one percent people that are going to look like that in a bikini <laughs> you know what i mean yeah it's and much if all nicer. the brands are doing the exact same thing or showing you the exact same like touched up images like you're going to get bored of that so when lamaria comes along and you see one image that's a little bit different, like that's totally going to entice you to to pick up on the first people who are doing something new or something different. Absolutely. No, I think it's fantastic. We're going to actually sling those pictures up on uh, Stellar's Instagram as well. If you want to have a look at them at Stellar Magazine, they'll be up when this podcast comes alive. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. She's um, never off the clock. <laughs> I'm never off the clock. 
working harder than Chris employee Jenner. Employee of the I am. month. Employee of the month. Me like, give me a pay rise. <laughs> me like, I am employee of the month. Listen, listen, listen. Put manifesting it with the world. Um, yeah. So my rotten hots of the week. My rot is um speaking of like bleach blonde straw like hair. Uh, Miley Cyrus spent the Fourth of July in Las Vegas, and she's rocking like. Now, this is obviously just a sign that I am 83 years old, but she's rocking a <laughs> mullet. I get that they're in fashion right now, okay? But um, it's like very short, very spiky, and it looks very fried. She's like a kind of undercut of a bowl, and then she's got the spikes on the top, and then it's like, you know, like you can see her roots are like dark brown, and then the blonde spikes are like platinum blonde. And it just looks like it needs a bit of care. I said the same thing when the Beebs rocked dreadlocks, which he had to subsequently fully chop off and now he is like a shaved head. Mm. And it's not that I'm against the bleached mohawk. I just am so aware that it comes with sacrifices. And this is coming from someone with super thin hair, me and extension debt. Um, <laughs> I just think, I hope that when she's not on stage and it looks really like intense, that she's like masking it and protecting mm. it because hair is so important. And I tell you, when it goes it costs you and it costs you big time. Um, so yeah, I don't, I, I'm not a, I'm not a, a big mullet fan. Surprisingly, all the weird things that I usually like, I don't yeah. like the, I don't like the mullets, but I would say maybe like six months ago, I feel like the mullet was her mullet. Anyway, was probably in the best condition it could be. Um, cause it was quite long and blonde and stuff, but yeah, this like sticky uppy, rock hard gel uh moment is like not uh, i'm not really but but the thing is like her face is so symmetrical and so gorgeous like she really could shave her head she on could, thursday yeah. and wear an arsland wig on saturday and like she still would just look absolutely beautiful she's just so blessed in like both her parents are absolutely stunning her mom is even stunning and jesus she must be in her she mid to late 50s now or something absolutely gorgeous yeah. so oh easily her mom looks like her sister mm. um but yeah no I, i'm not a fan of this uh electrified crazy crazy look no and when i look at it i just think oh my god the damage like the damage that that's going to cause your hair <laughs> is just it's terrifying like i'm holding my four strands thinking i could never i Here could never <laughs> yeah genuinely and I just I just look at it and I think no 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 Miley please mm. mind it like you can rock a cool rock chick look without maybe like destroying your hair but again like you were saying she is the person that could rock an absolute shaved head so yeah she could probably just get away with it. You know what's funny though I was looking on a uh, TikTok there last night as I do every single night and <sighs> There was a fashion stylist um, talking about trends right now that are going to be chuggy in six months' time. So they're going to be dated and we're going to be like, why did we do that? Um, Obviously, some of them personally affected me because they're things that I rock right now myself. But one of them was mullets. And I was thinking, yeah, mullets really come in waves and then they disintegrate off the planet earth again so i can see in a couple of months time everyone's going to be like oh my god mullets were such a like lockdown thing um as he was saying uh beaded necklaces you know that like six-year-olds wear that like every girl in her like 20s and 30s is so rocking you wear right now the little yeah i wear them i know so when i when i heard this that tiktok I was like, is bullshit like i feel like yeah. it needs to have at least like you know i i was reading with um chuggy a while back as well and it was like tassel earrings like i feel like stuff needs to be out of 
out of trend or out of date at least five or six years because I remember tassel earrings at the time I was like oh I'm not really a fan and now looking back I'm like oh my god I'm so scarlet like that they ever existed or I was yeah. tempted to buy them Um, so I feel like chuggy in six months again it's this side of social media that like things go out of fashion so quickly because the newest thing comes along I just don't feel like things can be chuggy after six months I know well he thinks that mullets are going to be chuggy the beaded necklaces, which I adore currently, Aww. are going to be chuggy. Also, you know, the pearl Vivian ne- Vivian Westwood <gasps> necklace that like everyone's wearing. Shut the wearing. Front yeah. door. That is he's so like, rude. I know. I know. <laughs> I was actually getting traumatized listening to it. He's like, I'm sorry, but they're going to be chuggy. And he also said, you know, those jelly slide on mini heel uh, Gucci shoes that a lot of people are we- wearing yeah. at the moment. They're kind of like a plastic looking kind of healed little mm. flip-flop well anyway they're apparently chuggy and to match up with the beaded necklaces he also said that the beaded phone strings are going to be the most chuggy of the lot so um i mean this man is possibly more miserable than me they're like yeah. all the things that spark joy in any 20 something girl's life right now i know i was just staring at the wall thinking <laughs> well that's me fucked anyway, because I do every single one of those bar the mullet. So yeah, <laughs> you were just sitting yeah. at the sitting looking at the wall, like slightly smoking because you're just scorched so badly. Yeah, I'm just wearing all my chuggy bits, thinking I just felt like mutton dressed as lamb or something, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a uh, it was a tough one to listen to, but um, it also does make you think the power of <laughs> of fast fashion and how trends really just disintegrate mm. as quickly as they're built. Um, uh, it's mad. Uh, my hot then moving from um, my rot. So my rot was about Miley Cyrus in case you got really sidetracked there and her <laughs> um, worrying mullet. And then my hot is Nicola Coughlin. Woohoo. She won the Rising Star Award at the IFTAS. And what I just think is so fantastic about it is that in her uh, acceptance speech, she thanked Paul Mescal, uh, who she then went on to say she's never worked with. So she was like, why did I, why did I thank Paul Mescal? Um but I can, I just think it's so relatable in the sense that when you're panicked or put in a moment of shock, <laughs> you say things that literally do not make sense, you know, or like you come off the stage and it's such a blur and you think, wait now, did I, did, did that even make sense? I don't know what I, I don't know what I bloody said. But um, she later went on to admit in an interview post IFTAS that um, when Paul won a BAFTA, she was there and it felt like a whole win for Ireland. So when she was thanking him and acknowledging fellow Irish talent, she was just kind of, she was like, I can wrap it up into a way that him winning and him being present, it's just a good year for the country in terms of like the talent we have and how we're kind of like backing each other and I suppose putting Ireland on the map recently for their for the incredible work that they've did I know that normal people which uh, Paul Meskel starred in it made history at the IFTAS picking up nine awards so just goes to show that they're really they're really doing something at the moment you know between Bridgerton and normal people they're global shows um, <laughs> they're being watched by the biggest of big stars I know Courtney Kardashian was obsessed with um, normal people and mm. subsequently Kim Kardashian was obsessed with Bridgerton uh, so yeah and it stars our homegrown talent so that's fantastic to see and um, yeah big maybe big all of us Ireland. just need to go around every day thanking thanking Paul, Paul Mezco for bringing Connell to life so well like because even when I thought of who would play Connell or what he would be like he somehow exceeded like everyone's expectations and like you could never think of anyone else playing that role now so 
Maybe we all, if we ever win anything in life, we just need to go up and say, thank you, Paul Maskell. <laughs> yeah, and he he made uh, 2020 a moment for um, O'Neill's shorts and uh, sexy silver chains on, on Irish men, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, Irish men wore O'Neill's shorts since the dawn of day, but he made them like fashion. So uh, <laughs> I think um, I think we owe, we owe a lot to Paul, definitely. So what is your TikTok trend of the week this week, Denise? Yeah, so to wrap up this ep, um, my TikTok trend of the week, I can't even remember was last week's food as well, but this is food. And it's a random one. I don't know what it is about TikTok recently, but I'm seeing them transform foods into things that you could never think are possible. You were on recently about uh, carrot slices being transformed into Mm. bacon. I saw another one and it was cauliflower is being made into steak <laughs> it's what? just yeah yeah cauliflower steak is apparently the like veggie vegan way of having a an actual steak Bloody so um, hell. yeah i know it's it's mad and the latest one is making crisps out of pasta so they're called pasta chips and basically what you do is you boil pasta as it says on the packet the normal way to make it soft then you mix it with loads of spices and oil in a bowl uh buffalo sauce and really get it like lathered up. Then you pop it into an air fryer for 15 minutes on like full whack, 200 degrees. And when they come out, they're really, really crunchy. I just oh. don't know how it happens. Like, I mean, crunchy, but not break your teeth crunchy. Like, because of the fact that they were boiled first, they're like crunchy like a chip. And you serve them then with sour cream or garlic sauce dip. And you've got these like delicious pasta chips. So wow, if they're crunchy now, like sign me right up. I love how all the TikTok recipes automatically require an air fryer. Is that just like a standard requirement for every kitchen now? Yeah, air fryer. I have an air fryer myself. Again, (laughs) obviously I've been influenced by TikTok. I would never think of buying a contraption like that without the app. Um, And I, we air fryer absolutely everything in my house like there's something that we don't even know if it can be air fried and we're like well we chance it because it's just the best thing ever it's just this little mini oven that you just twist it and all you know what it kind of feels like it feels like those little like kind of like kitchens you had as a child you know those like easy bake ovens that's what an air fryer feels like so yeah we pop everything into it um and it just makes everything so much better I actually did a little kind of taste test with fish fingers recently and I put one of them in the oven and I put one of them in the air fryer. And when I tell you that the air fryer fish finger tasted a million times better than the oven one, the (laughs) oven one, the skin of the fish finger kind of fell off. Um, It was kind of soft. It was weird. (laughs) But but all the the, like oils and flavors of all the other food you've been throwing in the air fryer is being cooked like into your fish finger. Have you ever cleaned an air fryer before? No, sweetie, we clean it after every use. We clean it constantly. Our air fryer is our child. We mind it like a child. So our air fryer is pristine. See, I I cleaned my friend's air fryer out before and nearly like half a tub of dirty Vaseline. Like, no, no, no. No, no. But we were like, everything, we roasted a chicken one day. It was taking too long. Literally like, cut the chicken in half, fucked it in the air fryer. It literally was like, remember years ago, there used to be the meme of coconut oil, like frizzy hair, <laughs> coconut oil, uh, dry skin, coconut oil. Literally oh. now it's like, oh, your car engine won't start, fuck it in the air fryer and hope for the best. <laughs> like, it's just so funny that everything is air fryer related now. Yeah, see, I don't eat chicken or red meat. So when um, any of my housemates are, like you said, fucking chicken in the air fryer, I can't have that juice touch off my food. No, no, so no, no, no. So I we clean it the, the whole time. Yeah, uh, it makes just everything taste 
incredibly delicious. It's terrifying. But the thing is, is like when you put stuff in the oven, it's sitting on tinfoil or it's sitting on something. Whereas when you put it in the air fryer, there's holes in it. And it's, um, it's, it's you know, it's like circulating and it's going up through the bottom of the food. So um, it's getting crispy on all ends. Uh, so yeah, I'm really happy that this episode was brought to you by every air fryer company that's ever existed. Um <laughs> sponsoring us to, to, so, to re- so to recap air fryers mullets uh beaded necklaces and um what other random shite did we talk this episode <laughs> um beaded necklaces what else is there pete davison's um oh, yeah. private parts uh there's there's been a lot there's been oh. a, a paul meskel's chain o'neill shorts uh yeah, yeah, we've really we've really gone through the whole lot, but um, but yeah, air fryers are for the win. If you're thinking about getting one, you're not going to regret it, sweeties. <laughs> well, thank you so much to Paul Mescal for creating this podcast, and thank you so yep. much, Paul Mescal, for recording it and producing it and editing it, and also thanks to Paul Mescal for tuning in every week. Um, so <laughs> yeah, and thank him also for um sponsoring like all the clothes that we wear, our laptops. <laughs> all our recording equipment and just being the king of our lives um we we owe it all to you paul i don't know what my life was like before lockdown when i met you um well thank you so much for joining us again thank you so much denise for recording and making me laugh so much and we love recording this podcast so much it's the highlight of my week so um please if you are liking it remember to subscribe review like tell your mates tell your mom tell paul mescal if you see him walking down the street dm him see him before you Um, but yeah this has been a this been a great episode this week and um, we'll see you next wednesday see you then bye bye